Hi, I'm Maria Theohara Solvelo Sows on social media. Welcome back to Sober 50 Podcast on Soul Organized Style. Grab a cuppa and relax with us. On Soul Organized Style Podcast, I begin today by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast and pay respects to the elders past and present. Thanks for joining us on Sober 50 Podcast on Soul Organized Style. Sober 50 intersects with all communities. We're a community that is so over ageism. Maria Lisa, or Crafted by ML, is today's Sober 50 podcast guest. Thank you for inviting me into your home today, Maria Lisa. Thanks very much for inviting me, Maria. You're more than welcome. And it's always lovely to have a Sober 50 follower on the podcast so that they can tell their story. Yeah, I've, I've listened to you now in the last couple of days. And yes, it's been very interesting to hear everybody's journeys. Yeah, it is. And there's always something interesting about everybody. So shall we get started on your story? Sure, let's go for it. Okay. Is sewing a lifelong hobby for you? No, not at all. I started on the first lockdown. I've always had a sewing machine. When I moved here in early 90s, I made the curtains for our first home. But that was it. Right. A very simple machine. And it was just one of those sort of household things you have, like Hoovers and things. You have a sewing machine. But I didn't ever think that I would make some clothes. Never. Right. So So two years you've been sewing. Two and a bit, yes. Okay. What did you first sew and what are you doing now? That was actually quite funny. We went to the lovely Liberty Shop in London. Right. A couple of years previous. That was 2018. And I saw this independent pattern. That was the avid seamstress. Ah, yes, yes. And I didn't even know that you can actually get a pattern that is just for one garment. I'd seen the Purja style and that sort of stuff. And they've been in, you know, multiple layers on the sheet, that kind of patterns. So I didn't know that you can actually just buy one. And I saw this, uh, I don't know how to say it, sheet dress or something. Sheath dress. That was the one. And I thought, oh, well, maybe I'll try that. So I bought that. Because they've got the lovely haberdashery there as well. And I bought a fabric to fit it. It was a lovely cotton poplin thin with ostrich feathers. I really fancied that fabric. And I bought it and then came home and just put it in a cupboard. Where I then, you know, took it out on the first lockdown. It was the spring of 2020. I suddenly thought, hmm, I think I'm going to have a go. Because I'd seen a few of the great British sewing bees as well few of them. I wasn't watching it all of them. I'd see a couple of episodes and things. So I thought, oh, I could try that. And then I just used an old sheet. It was just a flat sheet. And I had a go. And I couldn't believe how good it turned out to be. But it also, I was really ignorant. I had no idea about sewing. So this particular one had inseam pockets. Yes. And it had invisible zip, which I now learned when everybody says, that, oh, invisible zip. I can't do that. I had no fear because I didn't know anything about it. So I just went for it. And then it also had the elasticated waistband. But yeah, it worked out really well. But it took me a while to actually cut into my nice fabric. Yeah. But I did it then a, sort of a couple of months after when I learned a little bit more. But yeah, that was it. Loved it. I think you've done so well because you had the good fabric, which was the Liberty, and a beautiful pattern yeah. from the Avid Seamstress. And you tried it out on an old bed sheet. So that way you got your confidence to be able to eventually start working on the really good fabric. Exactly. That's it. There was nothing to lose. I mean, that particular bed linen was not really that precious. So 
it didn't really matter. I could use it for cleaning the house or something. It, it wasn't wasted then anyway. Yeah, that was good. Because I think what helped as well was those instructions were so good. I think if I'd started with a burda or something like that, where they, I think, assume that people know quite a bit before they start. But this one was just step by step. It was explaining everything. So that was absolutely the way to do it. And then I had confidence to buy more of their patterns and try other things. I pretty much stole all of their patterns. So you're an avid seamstress convert. Yeah, yeah. I've made multiple things of, yeah, I think there are about four of their patterns I haven't used. That you have not used. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Lisa would be so thrilled to hear about you and how you've gone through just about all of her patterns. Yeah, she would be thrilled. Oh, yeah. She's very supportive. I've had a few messages with her. So, yeah, she's really, really lovely. Oh, that's wonderful to hear. Yeah. Now we're getting towards the end of 2022. What sort of sewing are you doing? Well, I'm doing all sorts. I'm well, nobody can see this, but I'm actually wearing now something that I just made recently for pattern testing. This is a vest with a lining. Yeah, I can see the lining. It's lovely. I showed you quickly, but there it is. And then I made a vest for my son as well and for my husband. And these are from Wardrobe by Me patterns. Wow. I'm really pleased because I'm now in their testing group as well. It's a sort of smaller group and then she sends all these lovely things and we can try them. Oh, good. Yeah. And the apron that you made for your husband, how did that come about? It's the Tauko magazine. It's a Finnish one. Yep. I had that apron pattern for a long time because I've got their emails and you get it free that way. I just only thought when I had that lovely bundle of fabric from the Frogtails in Edinburgh, I thought, oh, this is perfect because it's had this light waxy surface. Yeah. You don't always have to wash the whole apron when you've used it. You can just wipe the bits off. So that's pretty good. I've still got some left, so I'm going to make one for myself as well. I think you've now given me the right idea on how to use the fabric that I got from Edinburgh Fructales with Cyber 50 as well. Oh, that is amazing fabric. I had quite dark colour, so that worked really well for the apron as well, I think. So it's not going to be showing too many stains and things. Yeah, it did. When did you discover the Cyber 50 community? My daughter put me on Instagram because I wasn't on any social media at all. I wasn't at all ever interested. And then she said, well, you know, mommy, you can just look at things. You don't have to go any deeper than that. And I thought, well, yeah, that's actually quite nice. I would like to follow some fabric, you know, Marimekko and things like that from Finland. Then, you know, one thing leads to another. You start looking at things. In the end, I start posting myself, which I said to my family, no, no, I'm not going to post anything. I, I just look at things. But then, you know, how it sucks you in. <laughs> you find one thing and, oh, this is interesting. And that's how I found the Sew 50. It was a challenge about uh, repurpose things. And I made a, it was an old duvet cover this time. I made a dress. So I thought, yeah, I could post this challenge. And so that was brilliant because they then put me on one of their stories. Oh. That, you know, Marisa made the dress out of a duvet cover. And I thought, ooh, that's great. <laughs> So um, after that, obviously, I followed all of it. And it's, it's a great account. I've learned so much through them. They kind of teach you all the things with the Instagram as well, which I knew nothing about. How to actually use it physically. And I, I just follow them for everything, really. And they're all so helpful and nice. You can ask anybody any questions and everybody are kind. They are. What was your experience at Frocktails? 
in Edinburgh this year. Oh, that was that was pretty amazing. It was a. I said to my husband afterwards, it's a little bit of a weird feeling. You walk into this room and you kind of recognize nearly all of them, actually, and then but you don't know them at all. But you kind of feel that oh, I, I know you, and I'd be like almost stalking you. I know where you live and <laughs> what you do and that sort of stuff. Yeah, that was a great experience. I loved it. It was brilliant. There wasn't really a chance to talk to everybody. It was so busy and the room was quite small and it was quite noisy. I, I have to say uh, it was quite hard to hear, you know, almost shouting to people when you're talking to them. But yeah, it's great. Got a room with, what, 80 people all talking? Yes, nonstop. Oh, well, why wouldn't you, right? <laughs> and a bit of singing. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that was. That yeah. was very good. Yeah. When your family got you onto Instagram, how did you develop your online name? I already had the Crafted by Emma. I'd made some stickers, ordered some stickers and things probably about 10 years before because I, I did jewellery course in our local uh, college, so evening course with a friend. And we loved it so much that I've been doing some silver jewellery as well, a bit of gold as well. But that's been on a bit of a break when we renovated our house in 2017 and we had to move out and everything was taken away in storage. So I still have my jewellery making stuff in storage, but... I'm determined to get it out and combine it because I made these lovely silver clay buttons and things that I've now used in a couple of my clothes. It's quite nice to have a little silver button at the back and they're so easy to make and they're not expensive, but it's, it turns into a proper silver. Wow. You make your own buttons from silver. Yeah, you can do it. You can take any object you like and you put it in a mold, then that's like normal clay or silver clay, but it looks like normal clay. You take it out. You can even use your kitchen blowtorch that you make your creme brulee in. So you <laughs> don't have to have anything too expensive. And you warm it up to a certain temperature and then it turns into silver. So for buttons, it's brilliant. Wow. When I first made the button, I wasn't sewing. But then I remembered, yeah, oh, I have these things. And I have other cards and things that I've used in some things like scrunchies I made for friends and I sort of put it in there to look at it a little bit more interesting. They must be so unique. Your silver buttons, they must be absolutely unique because I've never heard of that before. I'm so impressed. <laughs> oh, that's They're not at all difficult to make. Anybody can make them. So I suddenly had that thought I could actually take it from there. So there where this Crafted by ML came from because well, I like crafting things. So that's what it is. Thank you. Thank you for telling us your background in jewellery and how that relates to your online name. Yeah, yeah, that, that was it. And I had no idea you had to have your kind of name because when you look at all these names, people put the soul in it in a very clever way. Yes. Which if I thought about it a little bit more, but like my daughter asked, you know, what do you want your name to be? And I'm like, what do you mean? My name? <laughs> Just Marily. So I said, no, 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 you have to have a certain name and... That's how we came with it. And, but we had to have the underscore because the hyphens were kind of taken or something. I don't know. I didn't understand it. But that's the way she said it has to look. I said, all right. Can we find you anywhere else online? No. I've just gotten a Facebook account now when I started testing for the wardrobe by me because all the testing happens there in a group that is just for the testers. Now, it's enough to have the Instagram. I mean, it takes takes quite a bit of time doesn't it it does and I suddenly have so many things that I need to do other things and I find oh I've been scrolling things for an hour and other things have been ignored so you've been sewing since 2020 what is your greatest achievement to date 
with your sewing? I would still probably say that shirt that I made for Forest and Thread from their pattern. It's MVP BD shirt. It's really, really nice because it's got so many technical bits that I just learned. It had the hidden packets and it had the burrito method for the yoke and lovely curved hem and it's all French seams. There was lots to learn for that particular one. I made two of them now. And then a shirt for my husband, yeah. The white one that you've made, it's so it's so clean and the way you've done the hem, it's got a facing. The yes, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's a lovely pattern. I absolutely recommend that. And uh, Forest and Threats, all the patterns are amazing because she's got a video for everything as well or pictures. Every single step, because I made that quite early on. I've only been sewing about a year or something, I think. And I managed to make it and it was really well uh, instructed, I have to say. I pattern tested for her as well, a few things. They're always good. You know, you've learned how to sew effectively over the last two and a half years and you've done yeah. some beautiful things and you're a pattern tester. How does that make you feel? I'm really pleased because I've been a stay-at-home mum for so long with our four children. It feels that I now, when the last one has gone to uni, I've found something that I can really enjoy. Not that I didn't enjoy looking after my kids at home, but still something that I really love. And I, every day I'm thinking that, oh, what should I make now? And I, I, I'm also very lucky that I can do it because, you know, there are a lot of people with the long days at work and then you're just too tired after all that. But, yeah, I'm really grateful for that. I had a look at your feed and the clothes that you made last year, I think the top nine, they were very colourful and they had bold prints. If you were to think back about what you've done this year, have you done anything different from last year? Yes, I think I've definitely toned down a little bit of that <laughs> colour, I have to say. Because at first, I, you know how it is when you go to a shop or online and you see all these fabrics, you're like, oh my God, I got, I, that's lovely and that's lovely. So I probably made a lot of things that I don't actually feel that comfortable to wear, like too much colour and too bold print. So now I've toned down and I try to make it a little bit more to shuttle. <laughs> like I'm also enrolled in one of I think it's called created by IDF in the folds I think it's Australian oh yeah so I'm part of that now and they send you pattern each month not necessarily every month but I only started in July so that's more like you learn the techniques and really take your time and make it really nice inside and out and concentrate on doing something really well rather than making something new all the time which I definitely did at first I just saw things and I thought oh that's lovely I'm gonna make that I didn't even stop thinking that well hang on a second that doesn't even suit me I would never go and buy that from a shop but I just love to try it and make it because it looks so lovely on other people <laughs> oh well you live and learn yeah look it sounds like you spent 2020 and 2021 just going for it and making yeah. all the things that you wanted to try and yeah. it looks like possibly in 2022, you've found the things that you want to make and wear. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. And also I like to make things for others now as well. So I think, you know, really, if you look at my wardrobe, I've got enough stuff. I don't really need anything. Yeah. I'm sure it's the same for most of us. We don't need it, but it's just so fun to make. 
So now I got quite a few fabrics there on my pile, more shirts for my husband. He keeps pressuring me. And now, which is really nice that my children are sort of saying, oh, mum, could you make me this and could you make me that? So I think that's quite a nice compliment because at first they would be a bit like, hmm, okay, <laughs> not necessarily clothes made by mum, but they've seen that I can do it now. So they're asking me things. That's really good to hear. Yeah. Maria Lisa, have you ever done a guest edit for Sober 50? I have, yes, I have. What was that like? It was it was amazing and but really hard work. I take my hat off to uh, Sandy and Judy how they constantly look at everybody's posts and makes and they always comment to everything. So I don't know how they do it. I only had that one day experience and it was literally a, a hard work. You had to answer to everything and to make sure you're keeping up with it. It was much harder than I thought. I wasn't prepared for that at all. So if they do that every day, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. So it's really great that a variety of people from the Save 50 community step up and take over a guest post when they have yes. time. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love uh, looking at other people's guest posts. And you always learn something as well. depends on the subject that they're doing. Yeah, you do. Before we finish up, what advice would you now give people who are thinking about sewing? I would say just go for it. And I'm always saying to people, even if they don't ask me, but I would say you should have a go because it's a bit like, say, cooking or something. You've got a recipe book, you read it and you make it. Sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not. But you have nothing to lose. You know, if you've got a sewing machine and you can get sewing machines now quite cheap, something simple or even secondhand or something. Get the good pattern. That would be my biggest advice, I think. Don't try and something too complicated at first. And there are loads of patterns that you can download free. The Avid Seamstress, for instance, you can download the, the top that has uh, dropped sleeves. Yes, yeah, that's a really good one. That's a really good one to start because there's no buttonholes or zips or anything like that. So don't do what I did. And then um, read the instructions really carefully, I would say. And also a big thing is to follow the seam allowance uh, advice because it's not always the same is it even in the same garment if they say say one centimeter or one and a half it might change in sort of the armpits something like that and all the notches and markings that I found that now when I really carefully transfer them from the pattern to the fabric it makes it so much easier oh yeah and it allows so well I was a little bit like oh well a few millimeters here and there at first Oh, gosh, it makes a huge difference. Also, I would say that keep on pressing, keep on ironing on every stage <laughs> because that helps a lot as well and makes it look really neat. It might be fun to to sew something up really quickly and miss all of those ironing steps, but, yeah, they do make a difference, don't they? They do, and then in the end you have this nice thing. I mean, you, if it's a bit wonky all over the place because you haven't done those bits, you're not likely to go into wear it, are you, I think? I agree. And have a go because it's so much fun. And then when you start it, it's like uh, you open something amazing. There's so many different kind of ways to go then. You'll find something that you love. And then online you've got so many people in Server 50 to be able to chat to. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. And ask advice and then all these hashtags. I love that when you make it like I'm, uh, second son is, get, son is getting married uh, next summer. So I thought, I'm going to make the dress because when our first son got married, I wasn't sewing then. But now I thought I'm going to make my own dress. So now I have lots of time to 
research it and the hashtags are the great because you can see then how it looks on different bodies and different fabric. I think that is a brilliant thing because if you think about a pattern and you think, oh, I wonder if that would suit me and then see it on, on other people, it's, it's really, really good. It's a good indicator of if it's going to work for you or what areas you need to then adjust so that it does work for you if you really love it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then if you don't know, then you can ask. Yes. <laughs> always somebody who will help you. Exactly. Yeah. Maria Lisa, thank you so much for being on Cyber 50 Podcast today. I've gotten a lot out of the energy and the encouragement that you've given people to start sewing because you know you've got two and a half years experience up your sleeve and you're doing so well that it's encouraging me to get back on my sewing machine as well so thank you oh thank you thanks so much maria uh, i loved it thanks for inviting me oh you're more than welcome on sewing yeah yeah keep on sewing thanks a lot maria bye bye this episode for Sober 50 Podcast on Soul Organized Style was produced by me, Maria Thea Harris, with permission of Maria Lisa, sound by bensound.com. Listeners, if you want to provide a guest post for Sober 50, make sure you direct message Judith and Sandy at the Sober 50 account on Instagram. Also, keep an eye out for the next Sober 50 Live event that Bird and Molly are hosting. Remember, these Sober 50 Live events will always be available on the Cyber 50 account. You can subscribe to Soul Organized Style Podcast, but with an S not a Z on all good podcast apps. Make sure you go back and listen to our free Soul Over 50 Podcast archive. And if you can, consider supporting the production of this podcast on Patreon so I can keep producing it for you. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone. <laughs>